Hey, hey, hey! Exciting news! Do you ever look in the mirror or at a photograph of yourself or put on some clothes? Or rather, don't put on some clothes because the clothes you really want to wear are hanging in the cupboard or buried in some bag at the back of the cupboard and your heart sort of sinks and you think... I know, I know I need to do different things. I know I need to do something different to lose the weight, to get healthy, to do all the stuff I want to get to, to what Dr. Alina calls healthy, amazing you. And yet somehow I can't do it. You, my friend, have what is called a doing gap. It's not a knowledge gap. It's a doing gap because you're busy and you've got other stuff going on. So the Radiate and Renew program starting, drum roll please, next week, we're kicking off on Tuesday next week. It's super exciting. You will learn to do four small but mighty habits that you are going to enjoy and it's going to be easy. Now the idea of this, there's two ideas behind it. Number one, you do the habits, in a year's time you've still got the habits and they really have moved the needle. You know, you're really doing things slightly differently. But also, once you start doing things differently, you realise that you can carry on doing things differently. And so you might decide, hey, I'm going to do the reboot or I'm going to do something else and I'm really going to get to the bottom of this goal. I'm going to reach my goal. So if you are interested, if you'd like some help and support, Radiate and Renew starts on Tuesday. I will leave the link in the show notes. I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous. Would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I hope that you are feeling absolutely fabulous. My children have gone back to school, which gives me a little bit more time to focus my brain on work and what I'm achieving and all the exciting things that I am putting together at the moment. As you may have gathered, I find it a little bit tricky to do homeschooling and focusing on my business at the same time. Okay, so now I have been reading a couple of amazing books recently. Just as an aside, I'm reading The Longevity Diet by Volta Longo, which is super, super interesting. And I'll do another podcast about it later on. But in a nutshell, it's really exciting. I always love reading books that really just reflect my message and that I agree with. And I pick up and think, yes, this is exactly, exactly what I think. Now, obviously, what I think is based on reading lots of other books and articles. So it's not like people agree with me out of the blue. It's just feeding into that wealth of knowledge. And I totally love his message, which is essentially, you can live to 100 just by leading a healthy diet. And it doesn't have to be, sorry, a healthy life. It doesn't have to be complicated. Here are the easy steps to do it which is exactly my message. It's all about leading a healthy and long life and it being easy and enjoying it. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about emotions. I find emotions absolutely fascinating. And I have recently finished, I've mentioned this before, I've recently finished reading a book called How Emotions Are Made, The Secret Life of the Brain by Lisa Feldman Barrett. 
And it's a fascinating book. I have to admit, it's not a page turner. It's one of those sort of drier, more sciencey books. Sometimes people write in a really interesting way, don't they? And you can't put the book down because they've uh, included lots of stories and made it really, really interesting. Now, this book is interesting, but it's not sort of a page turner. But I do find it absolutely fascinating. Now, she is a neuroscientist. And what she says is that emotions are essentially concepts that our brain generates. Now, this is really, really interesting because other people have theories about emotion sort of coming from outside of us. And to me, as a doctor, that doesn't really make sense. The fact that our brain generates them just sort of falls into place, if that makes sense. And it really rings true for me that, yes, we have this brain and our brain basically has loads of information coming into it in terms of sight, smell, touch, all of those things that come from our body, but also within itself, it generates different things as well, such as thoughts and emotions. And emotions are sort of concepts that our brain creates and that we learn to understand and that they're actually really based in our society as well. So what we don't really realize is that our society teaches us all of these emotions. And she gives an example of how in some societies they don't feel anger. And I just think, wow, how is that how is that possible? We think of anger as something that is just there. It's just something that we're born with. And she's saying, no, that's not true. There are some societies where they just don't have this emotion, which is anger. It just doesn't exist. They have other emotions, but they don't have they don't have anger. So it's a really, really interesting read. And I think it really helps to understand what these emotions are. And I think for me, the amazing thing is if we can create emotions, if we are creating it, then we can have a certain amount of control over what we create and what we don't create. And that is amazing because that puts us in a really powerful position to be able to say, I choose to create the emotion of happiness rather than the emotion of frustration and anger and all these what we consider to be negative emotions that sort of keep us stuck. Now, obviously, you have to learn to do that. It's not something that most people can do overnight. But one trick that she talks about, and I love this trick, is thinking about emotional granularity. Now, what does emotional granularity mean? Well, imagine that you only have two emotions, happy and sad. And so that everything that you do falls either into happy and sadness. That's sort of coarse emotional granularity. You don't have very many emotions. But we have lots more emotions than that. And lots of people don't really label their emotions in a fine detail. So, you know, if you think about joy, you might have elation or ecstatic or the joy at one particular thing or the joy at another particular thing. And there is no limit to the number of emotions. Because we create them, we can create our our own emotions. And we can actually create words for our own emotions. And then we can say to ourselves, oh, this is this emotion that I have. And then you teach your body, right, I'm feeling this emotion. So let me give you an example. I love swimming in the sea and I love it for all kinds of different reasons. 
I live near the Mediterranean and the water in the Mediterranean is crystal clear. And I love seeing the animals, seeing the fish. It's like swimming in an aquarium. And I love the coldness. I love the exercise. I just love everything about it. Well, not everything. It's freezing at the moment. So not absolutely everything. But I invented this word called seafling. And what it means to me is this concept about all the things that I love about the sea. So it might be that it's early in the morning and I can look down underneath the water and I can also look up and see the sun rising and see those two beautiful, totally different uh, images in my mind. And this is something to me that is unique to me swimming in the sea. Another thing that I love seeing is shoals of fish in different parts, different depths. So obviously I'm at the top looking down and you might have a shoal which is say half a meter down and another which is further down. And it's just like you're looking down on this beautiful seascape and the fish are just sort of chillaxing and doing whatever it is that fish do. And I say to myself when I see these things, oh, I'm seafling. And when I start swimming, I build up this anticipation of, oh my goodness, I'm going to go and enjoy the sea. I'm going to be doing seafling. Now, seafling can be different for different people. So a lot of my friends will go and they don't get quite as cold as me. So I like to keep swimming so that I don't cool down. But some people like to just stay in the water and chat. So instead of going to a coffee shop, they might swim a kilometer, chat for 10, 15 minutes and then swim back. And I'll be sat there going, what on earth are these people doing? Can you please turn around and swim back now? Because I'm beginning to get cold. But what I know they're doing is just seafling. They're just enjoying that sensation of being in the sea. Now, another one that I made, I really need to increase my my vocabulary a bit or my variety of words. Is Another word I created is sawfling. And I happen to be one of these people who can see animals in the sea. So quite often I will, I wear um, diving mask when I go. Most people wear goggles and I wear a diving mask, which I think gives me a bit of an advantage. But I might see a stingray or a moray eel or an octopus or a squid. And quite often I will point out to my friends who were swimming with me. Now, the problem with swimming is if they're a little bit ahead of me and I'm behind, it's very difficult for me to get their attention because their ears are underwater. And so I might see something amazing and think, oh, wow, this is an amazing moray eel. And I call to my friends, but they are just deaf to me and they've swum on and on and on. And so in the end, I just have to go after them. And so I don't always get the opportunity to show them what amazing things I have seen. And when I do get that opportunity, which I really enjoy sharing that that experience, I call it sawfling. So I do seafling and sawfling. Now, you can create whatever words you want. Another one I have, which I haven't quite nailed the word yet, but the concept I have is being in the woods. I love being in the woods. And quite often on my way back from swimming, I will cycle through a wood. And I love the smell of pine. We have pine woods here. That sort of damp smell when it's damp, that dry pine needle smell when it's dry. It's mostly dry here, but occasionally it's damp. And when I am there, well, I'm going to call it woodfling because clearly I am lacking a little bit of imagination. But all these different kind of experiences. And the more you can increase your emotional granularity, your emotional tapestry, the more You teach yourself about these emotions and you can do the same with negative emotions too. So you can um, 
think one of the ones I have is that, I'm going to call it warmthly, <laughs> but that time when you're doing exercise and you can feel that your muscles are really beginning to hurt. Now, if I call it warmthling, I can go, wow, I can feel the warmth. I enjoy that. It's It's the hardness, which is helping my muscles to develop. So it's a double-edged sword, or rather you can see it as a negative thing, or you can see it as a positive thing. So if you can label the negative things, you can often realize that they aren't as negative as you realize they are. So, you know, I might think about the frustration of doing the work and I can say to myself, this is the frustration of sitting down and having to do the work. Well, now that I know what it is, I can take a deep breath and I can just carry on doing it without letting it knock me sideways. So understanding our emotions and what triggers us, how our emotional tapestry is, is really, really important. And we don't have to be confined by the words that society has set out for us. Now, obviously, those are great words, but we can create our own. And there's joy and excitement and understanding in creating words. So I would love to know what your words are, what makes you tick and what doesn't make you tick. So I hope that was useful. Just some exciting things. I am creating a Fit and Fabulous Family International Summit that is going to be happening on December the 4th to the 6th. And I have got some amazing speakers. The summit is going to be free for those three days. All you have to do is sign up. If you're already on my email list, you just need to put your name in and you'll be given access. The sign up is drorlina.com slash fit and fabulous family summit with little lines in between that. And it's perfectly free. You can sign up now. I will put the the URL in the show notes. Each person is going to do a little talk, 10 to 15 minutes, because I know you're busy and you don't have time to listen to all these things. There will also be a lifetime ticket that you can purchase if you are not available to listen to those talks between the 4th and the 6th of December. But an amazing free resource, which I'm super excited and I'm super excited to be working on and to offer to everybody who wants to listen to it. And another invitation, I would love to chat to you. I would love to chat to you to get your feedback on the podcast to understand you a little bit. This offer is going to be available for the next month or so. So come and either reply to an email that I'm on and say, yes, I would love to chat to you. Or I will put my calendar link in the URL and you can just book a chat there and say, yes, I'd love to chat to you. I'd love to give you a bit of feedback and I'd love to tell you a bit about where I am Um and just see if we can help you get a little bit unstuck. So come and chat, virtual coffee with me. My doors are open for the next month or so, for the next few weeks. So have a fabulous day and I will see you again next week. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Remember, you can sign up for Dr. Orlina's Simple System to Healthy Living for Families at drorlina, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash simple dash system. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I ask that you share it with somebody else who would also benefit so that I can reach more people and help more people live healthily. And lastly, if you are interested in working with a coach, then just email me at orlina at drorlina.com and we can set up a time to chat. Absolutely no obligation. I love chatting. So come and chat with me. Bye-bye.